Hello, GTEx family, and uh, welcome to this special edition of the GTEx Member of the Month. And uh, this is a special one uh, because we are going to be talking with uh, the winner of the GTEx Member of the Month, April uh, 2022. Mm, on a specific strategy that she used to create, launch her online course. And I know there are quite a few people here within the community that want to launch the, their online course. So they've been sitting on it for a while. So hearing from someone that is doing it or has just done it very recently, then can make a difference also in what you want to create. And the reason why we selected her to be the GTEx member of the month is not only because of the increase in stats in terms of the revenues that she had uh, and her increasing list, increasing clients, but also in particular, as I mentioned, in uh, the process of successfully completing the launch of our online course and having paying members on it. So that's what we are going to talk about. So congratulations, Helen. Helen Snape, the one and only GTEx member of the month. How are you doing? Hi, Simone. <laughs> I'm doing really, really well. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm honored to be GTEx member of the month. Hey, you, you deserve it. You totally deserve it. Uh, um, you know, this process is very simple. We go through all the question and answer of the monthly review that we do. And then uh, we look at the person who have made uh, the most progress or have reached or has reached a, an important milestone in their business. And knowing you, this is, a, this is an important milestone to create another digital assets like your online course. So, Let's talk through the process uh, so then we can start getting some lessons. Uh, did you launch it as soon as you had the idea or did you sit on it for a while and didn't launch it? Where, where, where were you in the, in the process uh, at the beginning? Uh, um, I probably first had the idea for this kind of a course two years ago, uh, but just just a vague idea of, oh, it would be really cool to have an online program that just addresses some of the commonly asked questions that I get asked about boundaries. But you know, two years ago, I was busy designing a group program and it was just, it was far too much for my head <laughs> to be thinking about trying to design and launch an online program at the same time. There's just no way it was going to happen. So it's it's just been sitting on the back burner waiting for me to get to it what what was the catalyst what happened that made you say this is the time i'm going ahead oh good question um i think it was that i i launched my second group program in january this year and i was most of the way through delivering that by the end of february and i just felt like i was ready to start creating again and I just thought it, it's it's now like this. This is the time to to put together this online course. I now I feel ready and I've now gone through the, the quick launch process several times. Like I know how it works. There's no excuse. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you, you have to use the quick launch at least at least three or four times uh, using the quick launch formula. So now launching a new one piece of cake you knew you you know what to do you definitely know what to do uh what was when thinking about coming up with the topic of what to include in the online course and 
did you already know were you already clear straight from the get-go on what you were going to put or did you struggle to come up with a content what, what were you in that I was fairly clear on the content that I wanted to include because I really wanted to address the commonly asked questions that I get asked about boundaries like how do I communicate a boundary without being really mean about it mm. you know how do I handle other people's feelings when they react badly against me setting a boundary and what do I do when somebody you know pushes back or just ignores my boundary because it was all of these very kind of practical questions and they're the things that I get asked all the time and so it, it just seemed like well it's a no-brainer if I create a an online course that just addresses these questions. Mm, so you had already like questions uh, mm. uh, that uh, people asked uh, and by listening to those questions, then uh, you had uh, basically your course became an answer yeah. yes. to a lot of questions that people that you see coming up over and over again. Yes, absolutely. Which is a great way, a great strategy for everyone who is listening that is thinking uh, or is overthinking, what content am I going to put in? what am I going to deliver? Then uh, listen to what people are saying. Listen to the question that people have, what people are struggling with. And literally your modules, they become an answer to the question that people have. Uh, You've also developed your signature methodology. I remember we did it a while ago. Um, Did that create a part also in the decision of what content to put in, like aligning this with your methodology or, or not? I think it just happily comes together. Because because everything I do is now aligned with that methodology, which has become my my smile methodology. I really like like that. It's all about turning a fake smile into a genuine smile. So and the smile is an acronym. Yeah, it is. So it's um it's self discovery. It is um, mind body connection. It's inner child work. It's loving boundaries and it's effective communication. Nice. Nice, yeah. nice. That's brilliant. And so everything fits fits into those, yeah, into those pillars. That, that's that's great. And so um, for everyone who's watching or listening, you can go back to the methodology, the signature methodology that you have developed, and then see, you know, what module am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk about based on the methodology that I already have? Um you don't need when you're thinking about the content you don't need to reinvent the wheel you don't need to reinvent the wheel is a lot of things they are already you already have them within you so as alan said look at your methodology see what questions people are having and answer them mm-hmm. so now you had the idea and you had the a, an idea as well of what to to put as a content uh, in terms of content now it came the moment of the launch so you talked about the quick launch formula uh, that you used also for this online course. Um, what was uh, something about this uh, particular launch uh, when you were doing that really worked that stood out for you? I think for me, it was, it was for me, it was trusting the process. So just going through the quick launch process, trusting that it was going to work and, uh, and just detaching from the outcomes just being like okay I think I've you know I think I've got a really cool idea here and I think people will like it but let's just test it out and let's just see so it was it was I think for me it was approaching it like it's an experiment let's just see what happens and then making sure that you know that I I put it out there 
consistently over and over again to to get the feedback on it. And uh, how long was it the process? For how long did you keep it open, the launch part? Uh, two weeks. Yeah. So you kept it for two weeks uh, open. And did you have calls with people? They were just buying on a page. How were they going to buy? I had calls with everyone that signed up. So I had a, a Zoom call with each person and I, I talked them through, you know, what I was thinking of doing. I, you know, I got, I got to understand their situation a bit more, checked in with them. You know, was there anything that they thought I was missing, anything that they thought would make it better? Um, tested out my price point with them as well. Um, and and that's the only thing that actually that that meant that I didn't have something ready to sell because I wasn't sure what the price point should be. And I was getting very varied answers. Um, and so uh, it, it took me a while to settle on what I actually wanted that to be. How did you decide on the price point from uh, having so many different uh, inputs and ideas? Because when you talk money, you know, uh, the response will change depending on uh, the, the financial situation of the person that is in front of you in that moment, mm. literally like in within weeks, depending on the situation, people can give you two different answers, the same person to the same thing. So how did you then combine and came up to deciding the price point and the offer? Mm. So, so I, yeah, I, I took into account who I was speaking to for a start. I also looked at what similar um, offerings are out there and what they're priced at. Um, I kind of looked to myself on what I felt comfortable charging. And I also took on board uh, it's somewhere in it's somewhere in one of the GTEx trainings about basically like delivering 10 times the value of what it's worth. And so I, you know, when I kind of got to my final price point, I felt like, yeah, I, I'm delivering at least 10 times the value of what this is worth. It's a complete no brainer for my ideal client to be buying this. And, um, you know, I, I can tell us, so tell me, because I know it already. So to say it in the interview, the price point that you, then you're going to sell it for and the launch offer in terms of price points. So uh, the, the, the complete package will be £49 uh, for the pre-launch group that signed up for it. I sold it for £29. So some, some people might think, oh, you know, you went through doing calls to sell something for £29. Is it not a waste of time? No, God, no. Because uh, the feedback was really valuable, you know, because I was finding out more about my, you know, even if this hadn't even become anything, I'd have learned more about my ideal client and their problems and what they wanted. Um, But also, you know, they did help me shape it. You know, they, they helped me decide exactly what needed to go into this course yes. and of course I'm looking at this as a as a long-term project as well because you know once it's done it's done and then it's going to sit on the internet forever <laughs> so it's you know it is a long-term investment for me it is uh, and uh, I'm glad you went through that process as well even for that price point because uh, uh, there is something that uh, I was listening to an interview from the founders of Airbnb. And uh, one of the concepts that they were saying is uh, do the unscalable before doing the scalable. Yeah. So do the unscalable, which means do the things that require your personal time over and over again that you might not even do later on 
but they become really crucial at the beginning. And one of the things that they were doing, if I remember well, you know, when someone, when a host would sign up at the beginning of Airbnb to, you know, give their flat available or give the rooms available, they would go and meet that host in person. And they would uh, talk to them, they would onboard them, they would say, this is how you can make it better. So they were literally going at the beginning to all the hosts and all the people that were signing up first and really spending time with them. And then uh, they would go into call the, the, the guest and say, hey, how did you find your experience? So instead of having an automated experience in terms of feedback, they were phoning them up. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, they even met with some of the guests. And th- those kind of activities will then set the foundation for Airbnb be what it is today. And uh, so that, that's why it's so important to do while well, following this quick launch process to have those calls with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if uh, the price point is not huge, but then you know that you're creating what people want. Yes. Um, what was the thing that you did that, that gave you the most signups? it was being persistent because when I did when I did all these calls as I said because I didn't have a price point I couldn't I couldn't sell it to anyone that said oh yes please yes please so I I had to follow up with them right and when I initially did the follow-up with them to say okay right this is the price this is exactly what you're getting for three days I didn't hear anything back from anyone And, you know, at that point, I could have said, oh, oh, okay, well, no, no one actually wants to buy it. But no, no, in in good, in good, you know, it's been drummed into me to make sure I follow up. And so, so I did, you know, I made sure that I reached out to everyone. And, you know, just to say, like, you know, in case you missed this, this is what it is. And this is the deadline to give people a deadline as well. Um, so that, you know, if you want to be part of this pilot group, you need to sign up by this date. And I think those two things. So following up with people and giving them the deadline. Yeah, that's what gets people off their arse and actually do something and make that decision. <laughs> and because uh, because uh, and and uh, uh, I'm glad you said that. Because a lot of people, they think, uh, you know, like, oh, I'm going to launch an online course or I'm going to launch even my one-to-one mentoring or a group program. The, it doesn't matter what the price point is. You still need to follow up to make the strategy work. And uh, whenever, whatever you're doing, uh, if you include a strong follow-up process uh, with reminders, with calls or with uh, simply a reminding, actually, mm-hmm. you said that you were interested. Here is the deadline. Are you in? Or not? Now, let me know it that way, and uh, that gets someone actually to take that particular action, uh, to take that action. So let's go with um, the the last part where I want to ask you about the delivery, because of course uh, you pre-sold something, so they paid half of like a great rate to join first, and then now you have been delivering the content. Uh, uh, so what was the agreement that you have with them? Uh, what's the delivery schedule and how is the content delivered? Yeah. So for this uh, initial pilot group, um, my agreement with them was to send them the content by email. So they they get an email with a link to a video and to a downloadable workbook that they can work mm. through. And I said that I would deliver it over, uh, over a two month period. I'm, 
well, I'm well on track of that. Actually, I'm slightly, I'm slightly ahead of schedule, which is, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, and then the idea is that I will upload them. Well, I, I've, I've started doing it onto a, a digital membership platform um, for, you know, for those that then buy the online course yeah. in the kind of the, the format that you'd expect. Yeah. So, so you didn't have even at the beginning like a membership platform. So no. you, and so, so where did you host the video? So the wh- where do you put the videos? Um, I just I recorded the videos on Zoom and uh-huh. then I uploaded them to YouTube and I just made it them made them you know unlisted, so yeah. I can just give access to who I want to. That's brilliant. So for everyone that says, oh, but I need to launch an online course and in the members area, is it nice to have? Yes, it is nice, but if that's the first step that you're taking, put it, put the videos on an email. You put the videos on the um, uh, on YouTube, record them on Zoom as you did, and then send them an email with access to their videos. And my assumption is, uh, when the end the members area will be ready, you will give access to the members area also yeah. to the people that are on the pilot, so yes. then they have everything structured. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that's brilliant. Uh, and uh, what are you, in terms of the recording of the content, what are you providing? Is that slides? Is that uh, just you talking at the camera? You have PowerPoints, you have some manuals or resources. What What's your um, what's your style? It's me talking to the camera for each, mo- for each module. I talk for between like nine to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then with each video, I'm giving them a self-discovery workbook. So it has some questions for them to journal about. Um, It also has an action step for them to take and an affirmation for each module. Yeah, That's brilliant. So then they have something to follow along and uh, something else that is to be engaged with. Yes. Yes. And I actually, I also created a private Facebook group for those that join the course as well Um, because I wanted there to be an opportunity for them to have some community with other people that are learning about the same things when you launched it or throughout the whole process not just the launch can be also the delivery was there something that you were worried about during this process (sighs) Hmm. I think I've been less worried about this course than like any any of the others because because to me it is just like it is an experiment I'm like well what what really can go wrong I I guess the thing that actually maybe has worried me most is like the tech side of it um has been like the putting it onto the online platform and getting all of that sorted uh for which Nicola I owe a thousand pints of beer to (laughs) for helping me get that sorted but I I suppose yeah I suppose what I did by having this pilot group it meant that I, I I could say to myself, well, I won't worry about the tech side, you know, in, in just getting this up and running. I don't want that to stop me or hold me back from just getting on with it. So hence, it was like really lovely to think, oh, well, I can just record it on Zoom. I can just upload it to YouTube and then I can sort out the tech stuff later down the line. It's good. It's really good in terms of lateral thinking. Um is removing uh, the biggest obstacle and finding an alternative way to get the same result by removing the biggest obstacle. 
And uh, this is a really fascinating. Uh, I think I was talking to Ian about this in terms of productivity. Um, and uh, you mentioned, so if you have a project that you want to run, there might be things that you're, it become easier for you and things that are more difficult. Let's pick the biggest one, the biggest challenge that is stop you from going, from going ahead, remove that and see if we can go ahead without that piece or by using an alternative that becomes easier for you to implement. And then we can review that later. And that, if, if you look at every single process of the business or every single process of a launch, that uh, you can find out creative ways in which you can engage engage with people and launch the course and sell it without maybe stressing you out massively or spending months learning a new skill uh, just to figure something out. Um, thank you. Thank you for sharing, Alan. Is there something that is worth mentioning that we haven't covered? Think about the creation in terms of the idea, the calls, uh, the content, uh, the way you are delivering it, uh, the experience you are giving or you are receiving. Is that something that would be worth mentioning we haven't covered? Mm. Maybe just to mention just being okay with it being good enough. because I think that would have put me off in the past just thinking oh you know the the video you know it could be better like oh should I re-record it again you know should I have a a fancier background or something there's like all these little things that you can just keep thinking oh you know it it could be improved It, it could be better but you know not to let that stop you just be like okay well it it's better that like I've done it and it's out there and like people are actually going to find it helpful and useful rather than I haven't done it because I'm just still trying to make it perfect. Get it. Per- perfection is the killer of dreams. Shall we? I think it's the best way to wrap up this interview with perfection is the killer of dreams. Uh, Ellen, if, uh, if, how can uh, the Jesus family support you with the, uh, this online course at the moment what what can they do to help you out oh well um when it is like finally like ready to sell online i would love it if yeah if people can share it with anyone that they think it would find it helpful all right we're definitely on board with that so let me know when we can be can be put our way i'll do i'll give it a push as uh, and then uh, jira's family then reach out to helen uh, you know where to find her uh, in, and uh, they can uh, find her details in the members directory uh, or um, connect with her within the Facebook group uh, or during the calls uh, and uh, then give her your support because that's what we are here about, to collaborate and uh, support each other. Alan, it has been a, an absolute pleasure having you here. Congratulations again for being the GTEx member of the month, April 2022. Thank you for listening to Explode Your Expert Business Show. If you enjoyed the interview, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Every week we will select a winner from the reviews that we get. So it might be you. Make sure you give us a review. It means the world to us and that's how you can help us grow the show. Also remember to download the Expert Business Checklist to get the roadmap on how to become an authority in your field. The link is in the show notes or you can visit gtex.events forward slash expert iphone checklist so it's gtex.events 
forward slash expert iPhone checklist. And as well, finally, if you want to receive daily support in your coaching and speaking business or explore how we can work together, join our private Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz. Again, you can find it on Facebook at Explode Your Expert Biz or the link is in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially. <laughs>